This is Rob Tubman for Boxing Social and Association with Betfred, joined here today by promoter Dimitri Salita. We're here at the Fury Valin press conference in Las Vegas. How are you, Dimitri? I'm doing great, and you said it right, Valin. Yeah, I've been trying, I've been practicing, I've been listening. To, I actually asked Lotto and he told me the correct pronunciation, so I'm glad I did it right. Um, you just told me that you watch Boxing Social. Thanks very much. I do, I love, I love your boxing channel on YouTube. Everybody, subscribe to the Boxing Social. Thank you very much. And also, subscribe to Salida Promotions YouTube channel as well, <laughs> while we're at it. Okay, I'll let you have that one. You gave us a shout-out. You can do your thing as well, no problem at all. Uh, talk to me about the fight. Tyson Fury against your man, Otto Valin. We're very excited about the opportunity. Otto's an undefeated fighter. He has passed every test that's ever been put in front of him. Uh, the biggest one has been Adrian Granat, uh, that, he, that, he, uh, uh, that he passed with flying colors. Obviously, this is a big fight for him, a big step up in competition. But I believe that on Sunday morning, uh, the whole world is going to know who Otto Whalen is. And he's going to be um, one of the biggest names in sports and the biggest name in the heavyweight division. I spoke to Otto. I asked him, apart from himself, of course, if he would be stepping in the ring with the best heavyweight in the world on Saturday. I won't tell you his answer. Do you feel that Tyson Fury is currently the best heavyweight in the world? Yes, I feel that he is, definitely. I mean, look at his, look at his resume. Um, he's beat Vladimir Klitschko when he was uh, on an unbeaten reign. He has... Uh, uh, arguably beaten Deontay Wilder, so he's definitely a great fighter, a great personality, and, uh, and has proven his worth inside the ring. However, what I do want to say is that before he fought Wilder, he looked uh, average, I want to say, in those two fights, uh, and he looked sensational with Tom Schwartz, uh, but I think that had to do, well, obviously Tyson is a very good fighter, but I think that Tom, uh, Tom's style and his hesitance had to do with it. I think that he went to a shell and he was intimidated by the atmosphere. Otto, uh, with the different things that, that have been happening in his life, feels very motivated and inspired and uh, feels that he deserves to be here and, uh, and is going to put on a great performance on Saturday night. I'm very confident of it. And he, most importantly, is that he's very confident of it and he's put in the work physically and mentally uh, to be here and to be successful. You were a fighter yourself. Um, you know what it takes to, to reach the top of the sport, to take those jumps up in levels. As a fighter, how do you know if you're ready before the fight actually happens? This is by your own admission, by Otto's own admission, a huge step up in levels for him. How do you know that he is ready? Well, Otto's trained in the United States for the last three years. He's boxed, sparred with some of the best fighters in the division, some of the best fighters in the game. Um, although, obviously, sparring is different, but it's not that much different, meaning that if you're able to uh, mentally deal with the pressures of fight night, um, you know, good tough sparring brings you pretty close to that level. So um, I feel that uh, it is a step in competition. I feel that for, Ty for, for Tyson Fury, uh, we don't know what mindset he's going to be in. We don't know if he's going to think this is another Tom Schwartz. And in the locker room, walking in that ring, feeling that this is just another night at the office, easy fight. And then when Otto, you know, uh, has a game plan and executes it and answers back and hits him hard and hits him many times, then, uh, you know, Tyson's mindset in the middle of the fight may change. And I know as a fighter, it's very difficult to step it up in the middle of the fight when you expected something uh, and something completely different changes. So uh, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. But I really believe in Otto's chances. Uh, and again, I think that people are underestimating him because they don't know enough about him. Uh, but that can play to, to, uh, to our advantage, and I think Otto's going to do a great job. Do you need Tyson Fury to have, quote-unquote, an off night on Saturday night? 
well, auto prepared for the best Tyson Fury, uh, and uh, we're gonna see the best Auto Whalen on Saturday night, and uh, uh, and we we prepared auto prepared for the best Tyson Fury. So he's prepared and uh, mentally and physically to beat the best Tyson Fury. So you know it's very difficult to predict who's gonna show up and what's gonna show up, but um, I know that uh, Otto's prepared physically and mentally and he's gonna do a great job. They also look after a certain Jarrell. Jewel for Friday night? Yes, all set. Where are you going? Over I'm gonna come out of MGM. We've got Bob Aram is just interrupting our... <laughs> so what I want to say is, Bob Aaron. One three, right here, Bob. One three. Uh, Bob should come into the interview. One two three. Mr. Aaron. Thanks. Can you join us? Yeah. Unboxing social. So Mr. Aaron was my first promoter, and from very early in my career, I got a chance to see what what a real professional company functions like. And now, you know, when I started doing my own business, I had a chance to to remember and to incorporate some of the things that I saw was happening. So it's a great honor for me to have been able to talk on the phone and make a deal with Mr. Aram and to now be on the same stage with him and to do this interview. It's a great honor and I really appreciate this opportunity. You're welcome. Thank you. My, the f promoter I learned the most from when I first started was Muhammad Ali, the greatest promoter in history. I'm glad Dimitri has said what he has, that he learned from <laughs> the second best promoter yes, that is myself. True. All right, we had a good time. I love Dimitri. He's doing a great, great job in boxing. I'm really proud of him. We need more people in the sport uh, like Dimitri. He was a courageous fighter. Not great, but courageous. And he's a, a really terrific promoter. So, so, so I was doing an interview with BT Sport, and they said, you were a good fighter, but I think you're going to be a great promoter. And I said... You know, I take my fighting career, I'm very sensitive about my fighting career, so watch it. You know? <laughs> Bob, you taught him everything he knows. Did you teach him everything that you know? No, of course not. i got to save it for myself. I'm a businessman. <laughs> okay, Bob, I'm actually looking to catch up with you later on, so okay. maybe we can do that. Yeah? Pleasure. Okay, brilliant. Okay, thank you. So, back to you, Dimitri. Just one second. We were about... In boxing, you never know what happens. You never know what's going to happen in boxing, that's right. Where were we? Okay, yes. Jarrell Miller. Jarrell Miller. I'm looking for John. John, you stepped on his back. You stepped on his back. Jarrell Miller, somebody else you look after. I've been asked by many people, um, both on social media and here, about a fight with Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce has been very vocal about that on social media. What can you tell me about that fight? I think it's a fight that we don't have much to gain in. Um, and Joe Joyce has to uh, accomplish a couple of more things in his career before that fight can become as big as it can become. But Joe Joyce is kind of making a name for himself off of calling out Jarrell. He hasn't really done anything to merit it. Uh, Jarrell was just going to fight in one of the biggest fights in the sport of boxing against Anthony Joshua. Then, like, uh, Joe Joyce is just trying to attach himself to, to go, go be... I mean, Joe Joyce is obviously a talented fighter, but he still has loads of of things to prove before he can legitimately call out somebody like Jarrell Miller. What can you tell me about Jarrell's current status? Is he able to box? Is he still banned? What can you tell me about that? Uh, as of today, he's still, he's still suspended. Um, 
the, the WBA suspension uh, is hopefully is going to be up soon. Uh, but then obviously, you know, every state has their own athletic commission. And hopefully Jarrell will, you know, uh, will be able to work on what we're working on and, and finalize it and, and announce something exciting in the near future. Do you have like a formal date? Was there a formal ban in, imposed by the WBA? Was there a specific six time months. scale? It's a six month, it's a six month uh, ban uh, starting from March. So, so it should be coming up, coming up soon here. Do you feel that Jarrell's profile, for right or wrong reasons, I think it's fair to say wrong reasons, has been enhanced by his kind of infamous performance-enhancing drug scandal? Well, I think that Jarrell has been, you know, climbing up the popularity ranks with his wins, uh, fighting on Showtime, fighting on HBO, fighting on The Zone. Um, and, uh, you know, then obviously participating and participating to the midpoint of one of the biggest fights in heavyweight boxing, obviously really raises profile. He has a great personality. Uh, I also think that with him not being able to fight June 1st and re-scoring the big upset, people thought to themselves, wow, there could have been a world champion from Brooklyn, New York, somebody uh, to follow in the footsteps of Mike Tyson and Riddick Bowe. Uh, and it's very exciting for people to imagine that possibility. And I think that Jarrell would have done even a better job than Andrew Ruiz. Um, but you know, life happens and we have to deal with the fallback. So Jarrell you know, is, is arguably uh, the best undefeated heavyweight in the, in, in, in the world. Definitely the best American heavyweight. Um, Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder, maybe Deontay Wilder. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think that uh, once he gets back in the ring, once he gets back rolling, the excitement is gonna, is gonna, is gonna flare up again and we're gonna have uh, big fights in, in, in the foreseeable future. I've met Jarrell on a number of occasions. I've interviewed him, I've spoken to him, I liked him. I found him very, very interesting, very funny. Um, I was not pleased with the, with the fallout from the performance enhancing drug scandal. I think it's fair to say that he's probably one of the most unpopular fighters in the UK currently. What are your thoughts on that? I think that uh, boxing fans obviously have the right to be upset over what happened. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I think that, uh, uh, you know, as, as a promoter, you, you lead the fight to certain opportunities and you do the best for them. And sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, things in life happen that, that derail those opportunities. And, um, and, and, and then, you know, as an adult and you... As an individual, we make certain decisions, certain choices, and you got to live with that decision, that choice that, that, that you make. So, I mean, I, I understand it, and, and we'll, you know, we'll see what happens in the, in the future. We'll see how Jarrell's career progresses, the decisions that he makes, and, and, uh, you know, and, and, and how his relationship with the, with the British fans will form for, the, for good or for bad. You know? So only, only time will tell. Did you seek assurances as his promoter that he would be a clean fighter when he came back? I'm sorry, one more time. Did you seek assurances as his promoter to ensure that he was a clean fighter when he returns to the sport? Definitely. Uh, we want to enter him into, into a uh, year drug program uh, so that he can get tested on season and off season. And that's very important for him to reestablish that uh, in the boxing community. I think that he said that himself. Um, so that, that, that is a very important step in establishing the trust of... of, of uh, you know, boxing fans. But I do want to say that <clears throat> it is great for the sport of boxing that uh, 
that there's, organi there's these testing organizations, and that you know that uh, that hopefully will clean up the sport of boxing because it's, it's it's important that our sport is clean, and it's important that that especially in boxing where fighters hit one another and you know uh, dangerous sport. It's very important that 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 prepared, well-trained athletes uh, that only take legal supplements that go into the ring and fight one another. So it's, it's good that the culture of testing is getting bigger and better. I'm very happy about that um, because I think it's important for the sport of boxing. Final question. Um, do you accept that Jarrell's reputation will be tarnished moving forward? Do he always have that lingering over him, the performance-enhancing drugs? I mean, only to, that's, that's really not, my, not for me to say. Um, you know, I think that uh, he has to make a commitment to to what he said before, and and if he's and if he does what he does and wins and, and does it in a, in a healthy, good way, uh, maybe to some extent uh, he will be able to uh, to rebuild his reputation. But you know, but um, the relationship between fans and boxers is very individualized, and. People can say different things, but it's something that's, that just has to form and develop in a natural way. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, Tyson Fury failed a drug test. Uh, now he's fighting main event on ESPN in the United States of America. So people make mistakes, and sometimes they make the right decisions and the right choices to fix those. Uh, so, you know, and yeah, as I said, Tyson is the perfect example, and we're here at the, at the press conference for that fight. So, uh, uh, it's uh, you know people make mistakes and people repent and 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 and, and are stronger for it. So uh, we're hoping that that's the case with Jarrell. I think that's very important, and I appreciate what you said about entering him into year-round testing, similar to what Canelo Alvarez had with the, the with uh, Vada testing following his failed test for Clem Buterol. Um Lost where I was going with that. <laughs> um, Okay, Dimitri Salita, thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social. I appreciate you answering my questions. Um, not easy ones to answer. Thanks very much. I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you very much. And I'm boxing fans uh, in the UK and the United States, because I, I watch Boxing Social in the United States, so I know there's loads of boxing fans that watch Boxing Social in the United States as well, even though you're British-based. But tune into ESPN+. Plus. Check out this exciting heavyweight fight with Aldo Olin Walin taking care of business September 14th. Uh, thank you guys. Demetrius Lita, thanks very much. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it.